Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum. Here we do it bigger, we do it better, we do it longer, and out of necessity, we'll do it louder than anyone out here. So relax. Here's your host, Hushmo Black. Welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum, February 16th, 2013, y'all. We missed it. Uh, got in there. I don't know what. <laughs> hey, y'all. You got me in Hushmo here, driving this train tonight. Welcome to the Hushmo Black uh, Forum again. Wow. What is this? It's our third show in February already, y'all. Yeah, you know what we do out here? Advocate for uh, social justice on behalf of uh, Americans of Africa. Not because we don't love everybody. You know we do. Only because we are part of that community and by extension find ourselves uh, advocating for them for the most part. Hey, we advocate for justice. Hey, our motto out here is to do it bigger, to do it better, to do it longer. Not in necessity. Sometimes we'll do it louder. We we don't like to uh, go there. Try to keep everything on an even keel out here, y'all. Just uh, want to send my condolences up to uh, the Jackson family and... uh, Around Barberton, Ohio, did a uh, person uh, in my life passed on, and just want to uh, send condolences uh, to her family, family of Ms. Uh, Pauline Jackson. Hey, y'all. Got a great, great show tonight. Continuing our theme, you know what we're doing out here is Black History Month. We decided to donate the whole uh, month on the Hushmore Black Forum to uh, the subject of reparations. Yeah, we're going to continue that theme uh, this evening. Hey, my Facebook friends, let me send y'all a little uh, heads up. Let you know we're out here. So, uh, yeah, we're going to continue that theme. I mean, hey, the president was in town. We, You know, we come to you from ATL, y'all. Yeah, the president was in town here uh, Thursday. He had a great, great uh, outing with uh, some preschool students over in uh, DeKalb County there. Yeah, it looked like a real, real positive uh, trip for him. 
certainly the kids uh, did enjoy it. Hey, and just echoes uh, what our uh, what I was talking about on my, on my last show dealing with uh, the uh, middle schoolers, seventh and eighth graders, and pressing on them how vital it is to uh, uh, to get a good uh, education, you know, and, and uh, expose yourself to as much as possible at an early uh, age. And, and no doubt, the earlier the better. Uh, I'll never forget my my oldest daughter when we were living in New Jersey at the time. I mean, she's four, four five years old. Uh, we enrolled in this uh, in the Head Star program, uh, uh, and uh, yeah, she uh, got exposed to French at that early age, and it really uh, benefited uh, her throughout uh, the rest of her life. So yeah, I. Now, it seemed to me it would be almost paramount for our kids at uh, no later than the sixth grade to start taking a second language. A second language. It's going to be imperative that our uh, young folks learn <laughs> a, a second language over these next 20 years, y'all. It's going to be paramount that they learn a second language. Hey. To compete. I mean, to compete in the world, uh, it's going to be vital for them to know a second language. And, and that all goes into uh, what the president is talking about, giving all uh, uh, American uh, kids uh, from the age of four uh, some head start uh, 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 training. Uh, yeah, start them learning at that age. That that's the ideal time for uh, inquisitive uh, young minds to uh, uh, to uh, be receptive to uh, languages and uh, and the such. No doubt. But, so I, I was great. I, I'm just uh, uh, ecstatic that the president is uh, highlighting uh, this uh, new program, and I think it'll be beneficial for. Uh, the country as a whole going forward, trying to uh, compete uh, in a uh, competitive uh, global uh, world, I tell you. If you're talking about our citizens uh, uh, being able to compete, uh, uh, the education uh, that all of them uh, receive is going to be a paramount uh, 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 in our efforts to uh, to stay even or uh, in front uh uh, of the uh, rest of the world, yeah, it's going to be paramount that uh, we do everything we can to uh, uh, see that uh, all of our uh, children get the best education possible. Uh, yeah, so I'm all for uh, the president's initiative on uh, the Head Start uh, a program that he uh, laid out in the State of the Union uh, address. Uh, I want to commend him and uh, his administration. Hey, I don't know yet what happened to the temperature here in the ATL. Wow, I woke up this morning, the sun's out. <laughs> it was on the golf course yesterday. Oh, yeah, we got 18 in, uh, in yesterday. Beautiful out. 60-something degrees. Here today, <laughs> hey, 
a day, uh, what a day, uh, difference a day make. They say, uh, hey, hey, no, 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 uh, I don't know, temperature went south some kind of way in a hurry. A wind kicked up, and I, I mean, this is, this is a, one of the sharpest drops in temperatures, uh, uh, that I've seen, I, I say dropping temperatures. I don't know. I don't know if it got off the 30s today here in Atlanta. I don't think it got out of the 30s today. Yesterday was 60 something. We only got off course. Today is sunny and bright, but the temperature was uh, uh, crazy. Hey, I don't know if the, y'all think it's <laughs> peanut gallery. Y'all think it's got something to do with the. Uh, <laughs> hey, y'all, y'all, hey, y'all, what y'all doing? Hey, I don't know, y'all. I don't know. It now. Nah. <laughs> I would go tell you that those folks over there on the right on talk radio, they know everything. <laughs> Say none of them. Say none of them. Scientists or meteorologists. <laughs> hey, that don't stop from uh, <laughs> preaching. <laughs> Preaching the gospel as if uh, they do know. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. All I know is weather's crazy, y'all. This weather is crazy. So, but uh, we're going to deal with it. We're going to do wait and hey, we got no choice. I know that's right. Yeah, welcome again. What is it? 10 after 7 tonight this evening. We, we, uh, trying to, uh, Look at, uh, what is the third week in February here, going into, let's see, we got uh, one more Sunday, two more Sundays uh, in the month there. We have to get to uh, church one of these. Normally we have uh, a great, great uh, speaker for Black History Month at my church. Uh, and uh, I'm trying to figure out which one of these Sundays I'm, uh, Nayam Akbar. I, you know, I don't even know if it's going to be that issue yet. Excuse me, but normally he shows up. I am Akbar, great, great uh, sociologist, uh, by the way. Uh, a really dynamic uh, speaker. We always uh, get inspired by his uh, message. So we always try to catch him when he uh, come uh, to our church. Uh, we're just trying to figure out what Sunday it is so we can <laughs> plan around it. Uh yeah. Hey, uh the Republicans. Oh yeah. They they uh swore up and down they wouldn't uh was not going to uh filibuster uh, uh John Kagan for uh Secretary of Defense, yeah. <laughs> uh guess what? 
Guess what, yeah. They did exactly. They did exactly <laughs> what they came close to swearing to that they wouldn't do. Now, <laughs> I, <laughs> me, an old disabled Vietnam veteran, probably that same time John McCain, 1965. I believe I was there the same time John McCain was there. Or maybe before. I may have been there before John McCain. I was there in uh, uh, 65 and 66. But nevertheless, two uh, uh, I am a disabled Vietnam veteran, just like John McCain. So it, I did have a, a, some respect for John McCain, even though he's Republican. I mean, I, yeah, I, all Republicans ain't bad. Some of my best friends are Republicans. <laughs> Black was at that. Y'all don't know. <laughs> Hey, but uh, no, I, I, I am slowly, I am slowly uh, losing uh, my uh, the respect that uh, that I do have for John McCain as a fellow uh, disabled <laughs> Vietnam veteran. Uh, I'm slowly losing uh, uh, all the respect in the world for uh, one Mr. John McCain. It's a shame too. I mean, you know, just uh, you cannot. You cannot play politics with uh, the security of uh, this country. You cannot play politics with the national security of this country the way that uh, the Republicans are doing right now with the nomination of not only the Secretary of Defense, but the National Security Advisor. They got that hell up, too. Can you imagine that? Two of the most important people... In terms of effecting or, or orchestrating uh, uh, our national defense uh, is being held up in the United States Senate by John McCain and Mitch McConnell because of petty politics. And, it, and it's dangerous, really. It's really, hey, the American people, I don't think it's going uh, to look. Uh, uh, take too kindly to this when they stop and look at it. You cannot play. You cannot play politics with our national defense. You, just, you can't do it. You can't do it. You got Leon Panetta hanging on uh, uh, in limbo uh, until uh, the childless behavior of the Senate uh, run its course, and it's. it's <laughs> It's crazy, considering there's a major, a major, uh, uh, I believe, NATO conference uh, in the next 10 days. And Leon Pinella has to go to uh, represent uh, the United States as the defense secretary and, uh, when, when he should be at home uh, uh, on the beach. It's just crazy, yeah. I, I've never seen anything like it. I don't. What is it? Hey, don't 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 get me started on speculating here, yeah, on, on what the problem is. Uh, I don't think it has. I think it has 
to do less with John uh, Cagle uh, and more to do with Barack Obama. <laughs> Something. <laughs> yeah, this is crazy, yeah. This is really crazy and getting dangerous. At a dangerous uh, point in our history here. These are dangerous times, y'all. Y'all don't know. We still at war. Was something to remind the Republicans up there in the Senate that we are still at war? Our young men and women are dying in harm's way every day. And they and they are uh, playing uh, politics, childish politics. They forget what the president told them in that first uh, inaugural address to set aside childish ways. And start acting as an adult or adults. They feel the heat that uh, messes up back then. <laughs> hey, they better, uh, they better, uh, they better grow up. They need to uh, grow up and quickly. The American people need to uh, get more involved in this uh, sure, uh, uh, raid that's going on up there and let those folks know that uh, they cannot play uh, uh, politics with the security of uh, uh, this country. It affects all of us. Certainly, I'll be writing uh, my congressmen and the two senators that uh, held this thing up, uh, uh, voice and strong objections to their uh, shenanigans uh, when it comes to uh, the defense of this country. Their shenanigans. As a fellow uh, uh, Vietnam disabled veteran, I will be writing uh, Mr. John McCain and uh, Mr. McConnell, letting them know uh, how I feel about it. Hey, uh, we all over here tonight. Yeah, we just ran a little bit. It's serious. It's serious. You cannot uh you cannot hold up uh the nomination of uh the Secretary of Defense and the National Security Advisor uh on such uh partisan petty politics. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh uh it's uh it's a danger uh, to the country, y'all. That it is a danger to the country. Yes. Those two uh, 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 jobs are vital to the security of the American people. Period. Politics aside, uh, politics cannot play uh, into uh, the filling of those two jobs. It can't. Hey, uh, Hey, it's about 19 after 7, y'all. We're going to take a quick pause for the calls here, y'all. We rambling on it. I went right through it. But uh, we'll be right back on the other side. Uh, you got me in the hospital. Y'all hang in there. Advocating on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmore Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace.
Hey, we moved right along tonight, yo. It's what? About 24 minutes after 7 o'clock here in ATL, yo. February 16th. Hope you had a good Valentine uh, Day. Yes. Got a lot of things going on in ATL, y'all. Brunner Brothers Hair Show. The Winter Hair Show. I guess they had two of those shows. Brunner Brothers, the big uh, beauty uh, hair uh, company out of Atlanta here. They have, uh, they normally have the annual uh, hair show. Well, winter shows in February, and this this weekend, that's normally a lively uh, occasion here in Atlanta. I mean, people come from all over the country, beauticians, for that uh, for that uh, for that show, and that uh, yeah. I when I when I retired, I retired here about five years ago, and we was doing some work down at uh, the convention center. Uh, part time, just to uh, 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 pass the time away. But then, really, uh, one of those things where we had to stand all day, and then, the, um, well, you know, I suppose disabled. We <laughs> that <laughs> that doesn't last long. But uh, the while uh, the couple of months that we were there, we did. Uh, it was uh, during uh, February, and uh, just so happened the Brother Brothers uh, Hair Show. Uh, uh, came through. Oh yeah, it's uh, it's all the way live. <laughs> hey, you know how we are about our hair now. <laughs> so it, it's all the way live, y'all. <laughs> oh yeah, if y'all never, uh, uh, hey, they have a nice beauty uh, um, pageant afterwards, and they have uh, live entertainment. Hey, it's it's quite a production now. Oh yeah, it's quite it's quite a production. Uh, Yes, worth checking out. I mean, just for your own edification, if you in the area, the ATL around the, this time or the time that it's here. Bronner Brothers uh, Beauty Show, yeah. Go to BronnerBrothers.com. Uh, Check them out from the ATL. What else going on? I don't know. I know Alicia Keys uh, is coming to town here. Wouldn't mind checking her out. Uh, I don't know. We, we don't uh, do the shows like we used to. Every once in a while, we will. Uh, what do we do? We got out and uh, checked out uh, Charlie Wilson and Fantasia over uh, the holidays. Hey, Fantasia, put on a heck of a show. Of course, Charlie Wilson's old here. I think it was Fantasia, Charlie Wilson, and Kim. Those three. I mean, it's a great show. Those three artists. All of them uh, All of them's great. That's the last thing we've been to. Uh, you know, we maybe do one or two a year. Something like that. You know. Somebody we, uh... Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Lisa Keys, uh, I don't know, seven, eight-time Grammy winner. She's, uh... Big time star coming to town. I don't know some some meteor uh, buzzed uh, Moscow the other day, uh, or or some somewhere outside of Moscow, a little western town over there, a million people. I mean that thing. Uh, <laughs> 
wounded. Uh, some a thousand people got hurt. Broke a glass, shattered glass mostly. Uh, broke the window. That thing was hundred the size of a small. No, I said the size of a bus. Weighing about seven thousand tons, y'all. So that thing had the power of twenty <laughs> atomic bombs. <laughs> hey, hey, y'all. Hey, this was the this was the. Uh, no, this wasn't the, the, the uh, darn uh, asteroid uh, that was $17,000 away. This thing was right over downtown Moscow almost. <laughs> oh, that picture of that thing looks scary, y'all. So that thing was traveling like 33,000 miles an hour. <laughs> hey, this 7,000-pound uh, school bus-sized <laughs> object, was traveling at 33,000 miles an hour as it zipped over uh, 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 this Russian town, you know? <laughs> hey, y'all, y'all better wake up. <laughs> y'all better wake up. I don't know what's going on. Hey, I don't know. But, uh, that's just a, a scary, uh, scary type of uh, thing that looked like to me. I don't see. You know, but uh, yeah, so we've had a couple of uh, interesting uh, flybys here. Uh, both occurred on Friday there. The fifteenth, both uh, the Moscow uh, meteor. Y'all know science says the two are not uh, related, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> Do they know? <laughs> Do they really know? Hey, the ship uh, they pulled the uh, Carnival Cruise Line in. People been <laughs> marooned for eight days at at sea on this big giant floating cesspool. <laughs> Hey, uh, I, I, I've been on several uh, carnival ships over the years and never had had any problems with uh, any of their ships. With that ship, this particular ship, the Triumph, and something like 14 years old. We looked back and tried to see if I had been on uh, 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 the Triumph, but uh, fortunately not. <laughs> but uh, that thing is, uh, well, 14 years old is not that old for a uh, cruise ship. That's not that old for a cruise ship. But uh, we don't know. Some, uh, somehow a fire caught a uh, somehow the engine room caught a fire, and just this is all the pundits uh, talk about the thing. This is, should have been pretty hard for that engine room to catch fire, <laughs> uh, but apparently uh, I don't know if it's due to neglect or what that thing did catch fire. And uh, it caused uh, some 3,000 passengers to be stranded out there in the middle of the darn uh, Gulf of uh, Mexico. That's a good thing there were no storms or nothing like that uh, 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 <laughs> up in there uh, at the time to blow that thing around because the balances uh, wasn't working. Apparently, the thing did lift uh, to one side that went wild. They was walking sideways on that thing. Uh, finally got it towed into Mobile. Uh, got the people off there after about, like I said, about four days of uh, four or five days without that power. No toilet, 
no running water, no food, or you know, spoil food. Uh, so it was quite a quite a uh, ordeal for the people on the ship. Uh, oh no! <laughs> Are they going to sue them? Hey, hey! Uh, I'm tell you all thing. It's one of the hardest things to sue. Is one of those cruise lines. Uh, when you buy that, when you buy that <laughs> that ticket to get on that ship, you damn nigga, uh, you call your rights away. Oh no, you you out there that high sea, y'all. Uh, that's not, I don't know what maritime or something. <laughs> anyway, it's hard to sue those folks. They will give you another trip <laughs> and tell you how sorry they are. But uh, in terms of uh, suing them, ain't gonna happen, y'all. <laughs> it ain't happening. <laughs> But uh, yeah, those people at night. Uh, now, the various governments that's got jurisdiction, most of those ships are not registered in the United States, but the United States claims claim uh, 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 some uh, 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 interest in this thing. So, uh, ninety, uh, probably ninety percent of the company's business comes from a U.S. citizens. Uh, so. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if there are some penalties enacted on Carnival some kind of way by uh, uh, this government, uh, uh, if at all possible. Uh, for uh, if uh, nothing else, uh, 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 neglect of uh, uh, properly maintaining uh, the vessels there. And I think that's what the Coast Guard are, is looking at now. Because yeah, the United States, isn't, I think it's a Bohemian uh, a registered uh, a ship. Uh, but yeah, the United States Coast Guard is uh, helping investigating uh, the uh, cause of the uh, ex- the uh, fire there. So yeah, <laughs> so we're going to see something, something should be done about this. Those people uh, deserve more than a future uh, <laughs> a cruise, uh, if you will. Uh, well, maybe 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 Colonel will do the right thing and break them off a few. A few dollars. I don't. Hey, I'm just saying. I don't. Hey, hey. <laughs> so they never have before. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, just go. Uh, glad to see those people all back on solid ground. Yeah. Well, spring training started finally, uh, at baseball. <laughs> For y'all don't know, that's baseball. Spring training in Florida. The Braves, Braves and their dynamic outfield, three potential outfielders that uh, you got the potential to hit. 30 home runs and still 30 uh, bases, y'all. Yeah? All three of those outfielders that we have has that potential. Now, whether any of them <laughs> do it, uh, it's something else again. Whether any of them will do it is <laughs> a whole different uh, story, y'all. But uh, yeah, each of them has that kind of talent, y'all. I, I am so excited about that.
last year I do what I want to do. <laughs> Y'all don't know. <laughs> hey, now my mother's folks are from the Johnsons, uh, my mother's main name, yeah, uh, are from uh, Chambers County, Alabama. They're all mulattoes, yeah. <laughs> my mother's folks are all mulattoes. I'm going to tell you a story about that, too. My father's folks is from Troop County, Georgia. Okay, here's the thing. Say the turn of the century, 1900. My father's folks were living in Troop County. My mother's folks were living in Chambers County, Alabama. Okay, remember those two counties borders each other. They can walk. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, they can walk. <laughs> you literally walk from uh, Troop County, Georgia, to Chambers County, Alabama. That's how they started in England uh, with each other, really. Uh, yeah, so they were next door. Uh, 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 and some strange things, some different things happened to my mother's family and my father's family. But remember, uh, my father's and uh, my mother's folks, 1910 uh, census, all of them were lottos, uh when it comes to race, and you list your race on the, <laughs> the census. My father's folks lived next door in Georgia, in Troop County. Yeah, these were all Negroes back then. But my mother's folks was mulattoes. I don't know. You had something to do with white blood, now, no doubt. We ain't crazy. All my mother's folks got gray eyes. <laughs> so, so anyway, I'm gonna tell a story about that. Uh, uh, I tell a story about it in my book. Uh, y'all got to get my book, My Father's People: A Story of Slavery, Religion, Racism, Hate, uh, and God's Charity. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it's uh, I have fun with it. Just researching my family's history, y'all. Uh, but it all ties in, though, yeah, no doubt, to uh, what I'm talking about here. Going back to 1865 and dealing with this reparation thing. Hey, in 1860, uh, uh, nothing, you cannot, everything in nature is a law of nature. you got to have, uh, everything's got to balance out. It's got to be north and the south poles. It's got to be a east and a west, y'all. Uh, it's got to be a plus and a minus. Everything has to balance out on the other end. On the other end, everything has to balance out, whether that be in the physical world that we live in or spirit, uh, the spirit world of the man upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> hey, no doubt. Uh, everything has to balance out. Now, uh, we, we, we ain't no preacher, teacher, or prophet out here yeah, on the high school platform. Uh, one thing that I believe uh, I know uh, well, when we look at the story of uh, uh, the Israelites coming out of Egypt, that story is a metaphor. Yeah? It tells, uh, uh, it describes a, uh, it describes a, uh, a, uh, a balance of the balance of. The value of slaves on one end and free people on the other end. Those things have to balance out. Coming out of slavery into freedom. Now listen, that has to balance out. No matter what those Hebrew slaves, uh, uh, those Hebrew slaves had a value. There was a value attached to each They had a particular value to the Pharaoh. Okay, now they had a particular value to that uh, uh, payroll, whether uh, it was the work that he extracted out of them, 
in the field, whatever. There's a, there's a value associated with that. Okay? Now, while, while they're slaves, now when the Hebrews came out of that slavery, they have to maintain that value. A value, they have to maintain that value. How it happened then was, the story goes, the man upstairs gave them land. Okay? So that land that they inherited enabled them to do what? Retain an equal value. It gave them value. <laughs> yeah, it gave them value. That land is valuable. Yeah, it gave them value, a value, uh, a value. That's that value. So out of slavery, they had a value to Pharaoh. And freedom, they had a value to themselves through uh, this land acquisition. That's a metaphor, y'all. Y'all, y'all with me still? Y'all don't know. So now, when uh, okay, let's let's parallel it with uh, uh, my people's journey here in uh, uh, these United States here in Georgia. 1860, there was 500,000 slaves here in Georgia. The state of Georgia placed a value on those uh, slaves. For uh, that year, 1860, of $315 million. Well, that was the tax state of Georgia got off of the slaves, I suppose, uh, uh, for that year. <laughs> hey, hey, now, so that's a value, $315 million. That's a set value for those 500,000 slaves. If you divide that, by the way, 500, uh, uh, $315 million by 500,000, that's about uh, $630 per slave. An average. Now, obviously, that's that's a sliding scale. Some skilled, grown adult slave brick bases, that's not going to probably go for two or three thousand dollars, y'all. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's, but the average, six hundred thirty dollars average. But total, uh, they had a value of three hundred fifteen million dollars. This is eighteen sixty, y'all, a year before the Civil War start here in Georgia. Here in Georgia, y'all, the five hundred thousand slaves that existed at that time had a Value to the state of Georgia in 1860 of $315 million. That ain't no money, y'all. Today it ain't. In 2013, that ain't, that ain't, that's a drop in the bucket when you start talking about them. <laughs> but in 1860, <laughs> guess what? In 1860, as a, as a part of a, 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 the Georgia state uh, economy, that's a big number. <laughs> hey, hey, y'all. In 1860, $300 million is a big number. That was the value of the slaves of my ancestors to uh, the state's economy, y'all. That's what it was. $300 plus million to the economy of the state, y'all. That's a, that's a big number. They had a value. They had a set value attached to them as property, as a commodity. They had a set value. Now, this is in slavery. Or remember the Hebrews, they had a set value to the pharaohs. Uh, my ancestors had a set value to the state of Georgia. Hey, we're going to, for a minute, forget about the uh, slave owners. We're talking about the state. The pharaoh was the state. That guy was a, that was a state. So we're talking about the state. State doesn't get involved in this, y'all. They allowed it to happen. 
the slavery thing we're talking about. They can't divorce themselves away from it. Now, yeah, we 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 got some probability for the slave owners, y'all. But that's the man upstairs. Uh, them and the man upstairs will deal with this. We're talking about the state. Uh, the state of Georgia placed a $315, uh, $315 million value on uh, my ancestors <laughs> uh, in 1860. So they had a, a value to the state. Okay. After. Remember, everything has to equal out. Yeah. It's a, a law of nature, both physical nature and spiritual nature. Yeah. It has to balance out and equal and counsel each other out. Okay. <laughs> After the Civil War, y'all, those 500,000 black folks that was released, uh, Americans of African descent then, uh, released here in uh, Georgia, lost all of that $315 million value. That was a problem right there, y'all. It can't. It can't happen, y'all. It shouldn't have happened. It didn't have to happen, but it did happen. And then there lies the problem today, both economically and morally, with uh, the country today. Both economically and morally, when it comes to uh, uh, economic disparity in our community. There lies the problem right there. Those 500,000 slaves that the state had valued at $315 million in 1860 uh, uh, as part of their uh, economy uh, lost all of their value when they were freed. That can't happen. That shouldn't have happened. Uh, it violates uh, the law of nature, the law of God Almighty Himself. It didn't have to happen. It shouldn't have happened. Oh no, they they uh, Abraham Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln, y'all. I'll tell you a little history about Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln, prior to that Civil War. Uh, prior to that Civil War and during that Civil War, that bloody uh, Civil War, oh, he had got together with uh, groups of citizens plotting out a plan to uh, deal with uh, uh, the uh, free people when that war would come to an end. Uh, how uh, best <coughs> uh, uh, going forward uh, uh how best, uh, 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 what best, of course, to take uh, uh, dealing with the newly freed, uh, some family and uh, people going forward, how best uh, uh, would it be to uh, integrate them into society, what are some of the things they would need. He had talked to people like Frederick Douglass, people like uh, Thaddeus Stevens, the abolitionists, and groups of other clergymen and uh, uh, citizens to uh, devise a plan for uh integrating uh, the new black uh, citizens into uh, the society. And some of the things that Frederick Douglass told Abraham Lincoln, uh, three of the things that he told him first, he needed to, uh, the newly uh, black uh, slaves would needed to be educated. Remember, these people were uh, 95% illiterate. Uh, 
It was against the law to teach them to read while they were slaves, y'all. <laughs> Come on. He, first thing he said, uh, we have to set up schools to teach these folks how to uh, uh, read and write. we got to educate them. That's the first thing. Second thing, they're going to need real estate. <laughs> yeah, man. They, they have got, that's God's first promise to free people is land. They have got to have land to live on, to live on. That's the second thing. Third thing, they got to have a, a modest amount of capital. Yeah, to buy and get the flat to uh, survive with. They have got to have a, a modest amount of capital. So you got to educate them, uh, uh, give them uh, uh, access to land and uh, uh, a modest amount of capital. Uh, I remember those three things should have equaled the 315 million dollars that the state of Georgia had set uh, their value at prior to their freedom. It had to equal that. It had to equal that or that or that uh, balance uh, uh, of nature of uh, uh, God Almighty is thrown out of balance. It's out of balance and that's what happened. Now, Lincoln for Abraham Lincoln, or Abraham Lincoln had agreed with uh, 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 the recommendations of the abolitionists, uh, people like uh, uh, Frederick Douglass and Daddy Stevens. And indeed, uh, these were three uh, worthwhile uh, uh, measures that uh, uh, we could pursue uh, when this war was over. And those people are freed and uh, uh, assimilated and society. We would uh, definitely. Uh, See that they uh, got an education had, uh, and acquired so much property. The agrarianism of uh, 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 Thomas Jefferson in the Republican Party uh, at that time, if you will. Uh, and believe it or not, that should, that was on the drawing board, y'all. The Southern Homestead of Southern Homestead Act of 1866, June 21st, it was signed into law by Andrew Johnson, set aside 46 million acres for the newly freed slaves, y'all. That was the land that that they should have got that would have satisfied that would have partially satisfied anyway. Uh, that uh, part of the equation, y'all. The three hundred million dollars should have been set up uh, in a bank, financial in a bank dedicated just for the newly freed people. The state of Georgia and the federal government should have put deposited three hundred fifteen million dollars cash uh, into that uh, uh, into a bank like that. And it's one of the states and. Uh, 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 the value of the slaves prior to the Civil War. Uh, uh, the bank should have been set up in each state uh, with that uh, financial amount of dollars in it for their uh, 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 on their behalf going forward for uh, reparation for their uh, 200 years of free labor, y'all. There it is right there. That is what didn't happen. That is a problem today. That is why uh <clears throat> <clears throat> the economic uh, 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 disparity is so great today uh, is because of that. That is why the prison system is filled with uh, our young folks because uh, 
uh, uh, we were never uh, able to keep keep up economically, socially, in no other kind of way because of uh, uh, the uh, uh, 14th Amendment violations. Uh, just a, a outright uh, uh, <coughs> uh, 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 shenanigans uh, and, and taking away or forbidding uh, uh, my people from acquiring the 46 million acres of property that would have went a long ways to uh, uh, satisfying that equation uh, that uh, uh, would have been uh, uh, no doubt looking back <laughs> It would have been uh, the right thing to do for the country, for uh, for my people. So yeah, we 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 got a great great case here. Yeah, we gonna pursue because hey, not only me we hey we 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 playing this thing by how long y'all? <laughs> hey, we played. We 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 might not be fighting this battle alone, y'all. You know? As a moral uh, component to this thing, y'all, you know? ain't no doubt. There is a moral component to it that uh, 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 <laughs> that has to be satisfied, y'all. You know? It ain't just about uh, passing uh, somebody's money over to me. <laughs> no, <clears throat> it's much much uh, more than that. Uh, Hey, check it out in my book, y'all, My Father's People, a story of slavery, religion, racism, hate, and God's charity. Yeah, just the uh, talking about my family's history, yeah, here in Georgia, here in this country. It's a fascinating read. My first book, The Water Boy, Life and Trials of Jimmy C. Cameron, y'all started uh, down that path. Uh, check it out. Hey, it's about 20 minutes after 8, y'all. We don't know where the time is going, y'all. We done run, ran right through, uh, <laughs> right through a break. We're going to take another quick pause for the calls, y'all. We'll be right back. Hang in there. You got me to hush more. Advocating on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmore Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays. 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace.
years moving right along. Do nothing, Congress <laughs> left town. Hey, uh, yeah, just getting back to uh, to uh, my story about uh, reparation and the fact that uh, the people after the Civil War was never made whole uh, again uh, up to uh, the proper value that the state had assigned to them and what a dilemma that left uh, in our uh, both economic uh, uh, fabric in our community in a moral uh, dilemma uh, for the country. Uh, first of all, uh, 500,000 slaves here in Georgia remember that number because that's how many was released after that Civil War penniless because they didn't uh, restore their uh, proper value. Uh, so you got 500,000 uh, slaves. Some of them went to work back for the old masters and sharecropped and scratched up. And a lot of them, a lot of them, Turn to stealing and crime. Hey, you talking about uh, five hundred thousand people illiterate, uneducated, broke, no money, <laughs> having to live uh, off of uh, the best way they could. So, so what happened? Uh, that prison industrial complex sprung up right away, y'all. Hey, these hordes of starved people out there stealing chickens, pigs, or whatever, raid farms, and uh, no doubt all kind of crazy laws uh, cropped up, curtailing uh, the movement of uh, these newly freed people here, forcing them into a uh, horrible situation here, y'all. Crime, uh, uh, petty crime, stealing chickens, you get five, six, seven, eight years. In jail, still in the chicken, you Back then, hey, 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 that lasts, y'all, all the way to the 50s, y'all. All the way to the 50s. You get five, six, seven, eight, ten years of still in the freaking chicken. Oh, yeah, they know you in that uh, uh, prison system that populated uh, that uh, early prison system. Petty crime like that, y'all. On the blacks of uh, uh, our people that populated those uh, prison chain gangs at that time. Ninety uh, percent of that junk was petty crime, petty junk, uh, due to uh, 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 our people trying to uh, uh, survive, yeah, uh, trying to survive because of uh, they were never properly reparated to the extent that uh, they should have been. That gave birth to uh, the uh, 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 racist laws here, Jim Crow laws here in this. Uh, uh, a part of the country, y'all, uh, suppressing uh, the labor of value of those uh, newly freed people. Uh, uh, that gave rise to that uh, political, uh, that prison industrial complex. What what happened to those people after they got in there uh, is a, a whole crazy, crazy chapter in our history, y'all. Those uh, prisons would be then rented out to uh, the uh, uh, um, Capitalists, y'all. Those uh, prisons, those uh, pr- uh, 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 prison inmates uh, who were locked up for freaking 10, 15 years for selling a freaking chicken would then be sold out to uh, the capitalists, y'all, to do their uh, uh, labor for next to nothing, y'all. You see, you see what's happening there? Uh, that's how that, that, that system slowly but surely grew and grew and grew 
until even today. It's one of the largest, uh, fastest-growing uh, complexes in the country. And our people got slowly intertwined into that uh, into that system, y'all. Due due to uh, the fact they were never properly uh, reparated uh, for their uh, value as slaves. It, it started there, y'all. <clears throat> I can, you, you can't start it from anywhere else. It got to start it from right there in 1865. 1860, they had a $300 million uh, uh, net worth to the state of Georgia. 1865, after the war was over, they was dead, broken, penniless, had no value at all. That can't happen. That can't. That should have happened, and uh, we're paying for it today. Hey, not only just uh, in my community, not only just the American African descent, but the nation uh, as a whole is paying a, a moral price today uh, for its uh, inaction, for its uh, uh, injustice. Uh, for its injustice. Absolutely. That has to be uh, corrected. So when I ask for reparation, it's not just for me only. <laughs> it's not for just my people only. It's uh, 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 for sure it's for uh, the entire country. It's for the entire country, yeah. So <clears throat> we... we uh, we lay it all out, though, y'all, in my book, My Father's People. Y'all check it out. It's going to be coming out here real soon here. we uh, Go to my website, hushmoblack.com, H-U-S-H-M-O-B-L-A-C-K.com. You can follow it there. And uh, uh, Y'all doing all right tonight? Hey, some kind of president. <laughs> I know it was a holiday. It's a federal holiday. Monday, the banks are closed. Uh, it's President's Day. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know when President's born on that day. I know Lake was born on February 12th. Not think Washington was born somewhere in February, but I don't think either one was born on. on <laughs> but anyway, it's, it's a holiday, y'all. It's a federal holiday, so y'all enjoy your uh, long weekend, you folks that uh, participate in the federal holidays. Enjoy your long weekend. I'm sure you will. Yeah, it's always good that uh, these holidays fall on Monday. Give you a little time to stretch out, and uh, uh, so uh, so yeah. And just following that scenario right on up, y'all. That's how uh, uh, the prison system grew. Yeah, because our people was turned loose, penniless. Didn't have any choice but to steal to steal land, and those folks knew. They they knew it. They gave them rope uh, just enough, and once they uh, 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 found that they had to break the law to uh, uh, stay alive, they doubled down in the penalties that uh, uh, that uh, was uh, uh, metered out, and just the uh, uh, the. Uh, uh, what they did with the, our people after they got us in jail, y'all, is nothing short of amazing. Uh, in fact, there have been books uh, wrote about it. No, don't. Uh, there's been books wrote about it. Don't just take my word for it. There's all kinds of uh, history about uh, what happened. 
there's all kind of history about what happened uh, uh, to uh, our people. Slavery by another name is one of them. Douglas A. Blackman, check that book out. It uh, talks about the prison industrial complex and uh, uh, after uh, the Civil War and what happened uh, to uh, our our people uh, in, in that system. Slavery by another name, you know? Slavery by another name. Check it out. Uh, this, you know, our history is there. It's documented pretty much. Uh, some of the uh, uh, the crazy uh, things that happened to uh, to us. Uh, we just uh, seeking reparations for uh, no reason. We're not even talking about uh, this wealth redistribution thing. We don't. We ain't part of that at all. We don't. We don't know anything about it. Don't want anything to do with it. Uh, not us. <laughs> not American Vacuum said. We're looking for. Uh, we're looking for reparation uh, from the state itself. Uh, yeah, <laughs> from the state itself, who uh, who uh, so uh, who uh, placed a value on us and never uh, recompensated us for that value that they uh, placed on our heads here after the Civil War. Yeah. And ran on up into uh, today. Hey, there's a reason <laughs> that our community is economically uh, deprived. That that's a reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, we uh, hey, Black History Month, y'all. February. Uh, we don't know how we got this month. We thankful that we got it. <laughs> We thankful. Hey, we thankful that we got it, uh, and uh, we we have been talking about reparation. Uh, been talking about reparation all this month. It's a it's a vital uh, clause that's missing uh, in our community. That's missing in the country uh, for a lot of different reasons. Uh, we we gonna we gonna close this thing down. I, I don't very seldom play this. This, this is such an important. Uh, it's important. Uh, uh, do we have time? Let's see how much time is this thing. We, we might not have time to queue it up. No, Nick, it's 35 minutes, y'all. No, we ain't got time. We don't pass the time to queue it up, y'all. But we, we'll queue it up next week, maybe. Uh, but it's just a crazy, crazy important subject matter, y'all. Don't let nobody tell you uh, that you shouldn't be talking about it. Uh, reparation, you should be... Uh, <laughs> Thinking about the reparation and all this stuff, don't let nobody tell you that. We have every right in the world to uh, 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 be demanding it uh, from this government. Absolutely. It has nothing to do with hating nobody or redistribution of wealth and none of that crap. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with righting a wrong uh, injury suffered uh, uh, by, uh, by our people. Period. No, we're not. Uh, I, I told y'all, uh, don't don't be uh, grouping yourself in with all these other groups. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm not grouped in with nothing. I'm a victim of uh, the laws of uh, this country, and my people are. Uh, we're not. Uh, we're nothing else uh, short of that. We're not immigrants. We're not none of that stuff. We're indigenous to this country. My people were here uh, in Georgia as slaves before Georgia was a state. We were here. 
uh, right here. My grand, great great uh, great grandma was born here in 1784 before the Constitution was written. <laughs> Y'all don't know. We also know we're talking about uh, trying to keep that scale balanced, y'all. There's a balance in life, you know. In everything we do, it has to be balanced out. You can't be, everything has to be, that's what that scale of justice is about, y'all. That scale of justice exists throughout uh, the universe, throughout physical, (laughs) this physical world, throughout the spiritual world, throughout everything. Uh, has to uh, uh, it has to exist. Yeah. I kid you not. <laughs> I, I, how do I know? Hey, hey, I got a hookup, y'all. Didn't I tell y'all? I got a hookup. Y'all don't know. Read my story. The water boy, the life and trials of Jimmy C. Cameron. I got a hookup, y'all. Hey, <laughs> there you go. Hey, hey, y'all. Welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum here, y'all. We 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 having a lot of fun out here tonight. Uh, trying to make sense of it all, y'all. Just trying to let y'all know a little of uh, our history, as uh, where we came from, <laughs> and uh, some of the problems that uh, we've encountered. And still is encountering today uh, some of the problems that the country is encountering uh, today. Uh, yeah, you can't separate out stuff. <laughs> uh, we can't be separated out, y'all. <laughs> they thought they could, but they once, <laughs> once they once they enslaved those folks, <laughs> they uh, they found <laughs> that. Uh, uh, it ain't no uh, separating back out. It, it, it ain't about to happen. <laughs> it, uh, it ain't about to happen, y'all. <laughs> uh, but uh, hey, uh, we uh, we feel good. We feel optimistic about the future of the country. We just got to keep on at it. Keep on uh, at it. Back in the president, you know, it's important that we get out and support this man. It's important. This guy's doing a heck of a job, but uh, he's he's got a lot of headwind that he's dealing with. Let me tell you, he's got a lot of headwinds he's dealing with. We know why. Oh, yeah, we know. We know why. So uh, we've got to get out, be vocal, support him. Right, hey, write the uh, congressman up there, the Senate right now, who's playing with the security, endangering the security of uh, this country with petty politics. We can't have it. The American people shouldn't uh, stand for it. We gotta let the uh, we gotta let them know y'all. Y'all get your email out, write the Senate, tell them uh, enough is enough. 
you cannot hold up the Secretary of Defense, the National Security Advisor, uh, with uh, petty politics, y'all. I'm I'm sorry I'm coming back to this, but no, you can't do it. Stop it. Tell them just like that. Stop it. (laughs) If I ran the world, (laughs) y'all. Hey, if the husband ran the world, (laughs) so what? Hey. Hey, I don't know, y'all. Hey, a friend of mine just left New Orleans, came back, bought the Hushmore, a cigar back from uh, the Big Easy, went down for uh, the Mardi Gras. Well, oh, thank you for that. But that was a great cigar, too. Says, some kind of Cuban made cigar from Nicaragua. What kind of Cuban made cigar from. <laughs> hey, I could be a Cuban made cigar and they got Nicaragua all over the band, y'all. I. So what they got? Oh, uh, they shipped the tobacco out of Cuba uh, all over the, all over the Caribbean, and they're making all over South America, I guess. And yeah, actually, that's, that's probably true. Some of those places make better cigars now than Cuba itself. Uh, so they say. I mean, I know the Dominican, the Dominican Republic, Dominican Republic has a great uh, cigar, uh, but I guess Nicaragua has uh, they have put the uh, Cuban leaves in and wrap and just do all the wrapping and packaging there, I guess. I suppose that's the same. I don't know. Uh, but uh, Chavez, I think from Nicaragua, I guess he got a hookup with Castro. They done, I don't know. I guess he done saved his life or at least got him still breathing. <laughs> so he, they got a pretty good trade relations. So, yeah, we got a cigar, though, back from the Big Easy. The friend went down to the Mardi Gras. He, uh, Enjoyed that. We never made the Mardi Gras. We has been the Big Easy so many times, but never made that Mardi Gras. It's a little wild for the for the hush moment. <laughs> Everybody seems to enjoy it. I mean, I I don't know if I'd ever if I'll ever uh, check it out. I'm hey, I mean, I could have. I would have probably still been there at the Falcons. At the Falcons, I went to the Super Bowl down in the Big East. I may have stayed on over for uh, the Mardi Gras. <laughs> but uh, that's what would happen. The Falcons didn't, uh, didn't uh, quite uh, make the grade. I'm still proud of them, though, y'all. Hey, they had a great, great year, 14-4. Hey, I don't know if anybody had a better record hey, than 14-4, and four, y'all. I don't, I don't think anybody had a better record. Certainly not the team that won the Super Bowl. They lost six games. <laughs> they lost at least six games. They was uh, they lost six games in the regular season. So I know they couldn't have. So, uh, yeah, we had a great, great uh, year. We just came up short at the wrong time. Just a five year, uh, what, a yard short from getting the first down. A yard short we came up at the, at the end of the day, y'all. That's all it was. We, so we, yeah, I'm satisfied with our season, you know that. Oh yeah. What else is going on? Just a tragic uh, story here with uh, Jesse Jackson Jr. This guy's uh, really is in the hot water here. They haven't got in for. 
They use the campaign funds. I that number done swelled up. It's over seven hundred thousand dollars now. They done trade back to Young Junior, Jesse Junior. But I don't know. I'll keep him in my prayers. I, that's all I can do for him now. But uh, looked like he he had a promising career going. I mean, I, I don't know how much it take to leave. I don't know how much it take to live. Uh, I know uh, he done wrote a book or two. Uh, got a pretty beautiful area in the Congress. Looks like he had that job forever. $175 a year plus whatever. I don't know what it takes to live, y'all. I really don't. I never made that kind of money in my entire life. Uh, $175,000? He probably could have had that job forever. And that go up. But then uh, congressmen get all kind of little perks and stuff like that. That seems pretty pretty decent job, his wife working. I don't know. How much does it take to live, yeah? That is uh it's that money again though, yeah. You can't the value that uh we in the society place on that dollar bill is far, far uh out of out of out of kilter, y'all. Yeah. The value we place on that dollar bill is way out of kilter. The problem here, with the, part of the problem at least with the country today, the value we place in that almighty dollar, that almighty dollar has gotten to be <coughs> damn near on a basis with almighty God. Damn near on an equal footing with almighty God, you know, here in this country, that almighty dollar is. Hey, I'm just saying. <laughs> Uh, that almighty dollar is almost on the same footing as almighty God here in this country. And that's that's problem, yeah. That is the problem. At the end of the day. That that's that's the problem right there. But we in our community, American Baptist, we we got to uh, do all we can to uh, address the to intersect our uh, our young kids' trajectory to that uh, to that destination of that prison industrial complex. We, we've got to intercept them and uh, give them. Uh, another path. Another path. We've got to sit down and come to grips with uh, and devise some avenues, some other avenues for them uh, to take uh, uh, and uh, kind of, uh, you know, on a train track. Uh, how uh, how the uh, how the real how the switchmen get out there and switch that track to divert that train off into a new uh a new uh uh path a new a new uh a, a, a direction that that's what we have to do to our, our young folks coming out of uh coming out of middle school with the interceptor right there and put them on a different path that leads away from 
that uh, prison industrial system, just like just like the, a switchman on a railroad track, uh, switching the uh, tracks uh, for that train to travel. We've got to do that with our young folks. That uh, is going to require some uh, a heck of effort on our part, but we've got to do it. As a community, we have got to get together and start <clears throat> addressing uh, just what it is that we need and how we need to accomplish that. Uh, we've got to do it, yeah? And we've got to start now. That's what we can do. That's what we've got to do as a community now. That you know, we're giving up on uh, demand and reparation, but we as a community got to come together and do some things. We've got to do some things uh, ourselves, and, and that's you know, I am going to do my part out here by shedding light on the uh, a problem, by bringing light and, uh, 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 to the uh, the problem, try to explain. Uh, uh, the problem uh, to the best of I can, getting out and talking with uh, various community leaders and sending my uh, uh, two cents worth to uh, them and try to engage them in a dialogue that uh, will uh, prove to be beneficial and constructive going forward and uh, devising a, uh, uh, some sort of uh, plan that uh, we can uh, undertake to achieve uh, this uh, goal that I see uh, uh, that that I see is necessary for us to uh, change the direction of our uh, uh, young folks. Uh, yeah, get them out of that uh, 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 path to uh, that prison industrial system that's so so uh, debilitating to our young folks here today, uh, especially our young males, especially our young males, uh, our young African American males. Is uh, is uh, yeah, they're uh, really doing the job on it. Society is. We uh, have got to do a better job with them uh, at a much early age. Uh, at a much early age, that uh, the family, uh, the black family, has <laughs> is, uh, is been decimated here yeah, because of. Uh, those things that I've uh, laid out here tonight, because of those very things going back to 1865, the merit, uh, uh, the pressures and the uh, uh, pitfalls that uh, has been put in our way has decimated our family to take it. It's a long progress. It didn't just all happen overnight. You know, this is a long progression of uh, uh, degradation to uh, the black family. And it's uh, it was premeditated. I, I said it was. Yeah, if you got the you got people conspiring to uh, suppress. You got a, a group of people conspiring to suppress uh, our wages. That's premeditation. Yeah, yeah. Call it like it is. That ain't nothing to do with hating nobody. I don't hate nobody. I love everybody though. We're talking about uh, uh, what happened. That's all I'm talking about, what happened here. We, we, we ain't talking about uh, 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 none of the rest of that stuff. So, yeah, we... we but as, as a community, we, we've got to get together and uh, come up with uh, 
some uh, intermediate uh, 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 programs to uh, deal with uh, the situation in our community. Now, obviously, we've got to have uh, somewhere for those folks to uh, some. Uh, 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 we got to prepare them. I'd say, first of all, we got to prepare them, uh, uh, give them skill set. And I, I believe one of the things that's going to get them over, or, or at least uh, get them to be competitive, is to start teaching those uh, young folks the second language. You know? That's going to be step number one. Start teaching those young folks, our young folks, the second language. Starting in preschool, that historic thing that the president was talking about, we need to get together now and include in that a second language as part of that curriculum at that age. Yes, at that age. We need to get together right now with the school systems, the local school systems here in Georgia, throughout the country, and uh, see if we can get instituted through this here start that the president is talking about. Uh, one of the uh, curriculums in that program should be a second language for all of our young kids. They should start taking a second language at four years old. That's my recommendation. That's going to be one of my recommendations to the school that I just went uh, to attend. And uh, no doubt by the time our students as in the seventh grade, they should have had at least two or three uh, years of uh, a second language. By the time they get to seventh and eighth grade, they should have two or three years already of a second language. That's important, y'all. I, 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 that's going to be paramount for our uh, citizens here in this country, not just our community, by the way, y'all, whole country. It's, a, it's going to be paramount that we, as Americans, learn a second language, not only just English, a second language, French, Spanish, whatever, Russian, Chinese. It's going to be paramount that we know a fair share of our people, all of our people know at least a second language, all of us. That should be that. That should be a... a that should be a challenge uh, to uh, uh, the citizens of this country. I wish the president had a, uh, a challenge the nation, and I'm sure he will. I hope he will to do exactly that. Not only for the immigrants coming in to learn English, but us going out to learn a second language, our citizens. That should be just as important to us as a community as it is for us requiring the immigrants coming in to learn English. It should be just as important for us, our citizens. Uh, that's going to make us competitive. That's going to uh, keep us uh, uh, at least better, better equip us. That's going to better equip our young folks to uh, be competitive in the world, uh, on the world stages, on the world stage uh, uh, um, in the coming years uh, when we. Uh, uh, as we compete in this global uh, market, as we compete, uh, compete in this global market, it's going to be vital that uh, our, our folks are uh, 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 equally uh, um, equipped as uh, the rest of the world. Most of the world speaks. I know Europe. I mean, all those folks over there speak two or three languages. Yeah, we don't even speak English. Do we? <laughs> our people don't even speak English. Do we? So, so yeah, we got a long ways. That's that's a start with that, oh yeah. We want all of our young people to start speaking a second language, start taking a second language. 
We're going to harp on that, just that one thing, y'all. We can't do everything. We, we, but we, we, we want to just channel our energy into specific areas here. That's why we just deal with reparation and, and just a narrow subject here uh, on the Hushman platform because we've got to keep it narrow. There's stuff for everybody to do. A lot of folks don't even like reparation, even talking about it. That's where we make it our calling. We're going to keep it our calling to y'all. Uh, uh, so uh, we're going to keep that our calling. But uh, everybody else we support, uh, whatever uh, endeavors uh, that you may uh, uh, envision, let us know. If we can be of service, we're more than happy to uh, participate with your efforts in achieving uh, 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 justice for our people. Yeah, justice. <laughs> Uh, let us know. We 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 uh, I'll be more than happy to uh, join join forces with you. Like I said, what we do out here on the Hushville Black Forum. We just we advocate for social justice on behalf of Americans of African descent because we are uh, an extension of that community, and uh, not because we don't love everybody. We love everybody. Want to let you know that. Uh, hey y'all, it's coming up here. <laughs> this time has been away from us. Uh, tonight, February uh, 16th, really, uh, it's been my pleasure. Uh, it's been my pleasure being with you out here tonight uh, on the Hushmo Black Forum. How time flies when you're having fun, though. You know, it's almost uh, 9 o'clock out there. <laughs> we got a couple more minutes to go, y'all. Y'all come back next week, same time, same place, y'all. February 23rd, our last show. Our last show in February, y'all. February is gone. Next week, our last show, February 23rd, March. Next week, March. Wow. <laughs> hey, I tell you what, this year is getting away. This year is getting away, y'all. Hey, I don't know what's going They say, <laughs> the only you get the press and stuff seem to travel. Right? And this, <laughs> hey. The older you get, the faster things seem to travel, y'all. Time, that is. <laughs> I told y'all the story about that, though. The universe is expanding. Everything is moving faster. Hey, y'all. Anyway, <laughs> we're going to bring this thing to a close, y'all. It's been a pleasure being with you all this evening out on Blog Talk Radio, y'all. Y'all come back and see us next week, same time, same same place. Uh, until then, y'all be good. Ciao. The Hushmo Black Forum, advocated on your behalf by covering news and events affecting the African-American community. Check us out at the Hushmo Black Forum, www.blogtalkradio.com.